Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Needed Freedom. It has been quite a while since I've last recorded anything. And I'm not going to I'm going to try not to bore you with too much of what that has been and what it continues to be. Um, but moving forward, I am going to spend the next little while reading. Um, I'm going to be reading to you all from the scriptures translation of the Bible. I encourage you all to get whatever Bible um, that you can comprehend best. I say this because there are so many types out there and you will hear all types of people. Um, chastising or making it seem as if you you cannot find truth if you don't have a specific one here's my thoughts on that and I'm pretty sure I I have this I've said something like this in a previous recording but just to refresh first off the father is the father our Abba Yahuwah He said, if you seek after him, you will find him. So I also have to believe if that is the case and I pick up his word and I truly set my heart, my intentions, my mind, my prayers, my thoughts on finding him, the truth of him, not the made up version that we try to make him be or and not even the one that the pastor in your local church says he is. If you open the pages for yourself and study to show yourself approved, like the word tells you to do, then he will, he will see you there and he will explain to you. He will reveal to you. He will divulge his secrets to you, but you have to come with a pure and clean heart. You have to come truly seeking him out. I'm not saying you have to be perfect before you can find him, before you can, um, speak to him and repent. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is open your Bible and read for yourself. The Holy Spirit, he sent his Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, his set apart spirit to, uh, to rightly divide the word to you. We have one mediator. Some call him Jesus. I don't call him that anymore. His name is Yahusha, and that is what I call him. Now, you will hear different variations or dialect, dialectal differences in how people pronounce that. But whatever it is, as you, as you have understanding right now today, open your word with that understanding and ask the Father to reveal to you his truth and let him move you from there. And so with that, you can pick up, now I'm not telling you go out here, obviously, because there will undoubtedly be some special type of person who would say, well, I can pick up a Bible then like the Satanist Bible or something from an atheist or whatever. And then he should be able to speak to me through that. Let me tell you something. The most high will not be mocked. So go in it with that kind of stupid thought process if you would like to. And you know what? Y'all help you. That's all I've got for that. So I'm going to hop off my high horse because I did not intend to go that deep into any of that. But um, we're going to start reading in Judges. Or it's also pronounced in this book, Shoftim. Now I do not 
purport myself to be a Hebrew scholar, so there still may be some stuttering or um, slight mispronunciations of words, but we're all learning and that's where we are. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Shoftim or Judges, chapter 1. And it came to be after the death of Yoshua, the ch- the children that the children of Yasharal asked Yahuwah, saying, Who of us should go up first against the Canaanites to fight against them? And Yahuwah said, Yahuda does go up. See, I have given the land into his hand. And Yahuda said to Shimon, his brother, Come up with me into my allotment and let us fight against the Canaanites. And I myself shall also go with you into your allotment. So Shimon went with him and Yahuda went up and Yahuwah gave the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand. And they struck 10,000 men at Bezek. And they found Adonai Bezek in Bezek, or Bezek, sorry, and fought against him and struck the Canaanites and the Perizzites. But Adonai Bezek fled and they pursued him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and big toes. And Adonai Bezek said, 70 sovereigns with their thumbs and big toes cut off, used to gather food under my table. As I have done, so Alua has repaid me, and they brought him to Yerushalayim, and he died there. And the children of Yehuda fought against Yerushalayim, and captured it, and struck it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. And afterward, the children of Yehuda went down to fight against the Canaanites, and who dwelt in the mountains in the south and in the low country. And Yehuda went against the Canaanites who dwelt in Hebron. Now the name of Hebron was formerly Kirat Arba, and they struck Shishai and Ahiman and Talmai. And from there they went against the inhabitants of Debir. Now the name of Debir was formerly Kirat Sefer. And Caleb said, He who smites Kirat Sefer and shall capture it, to him I shall give my daughter Aksa as wife. And Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, captured it, and he gave him his daughter Aksa as wife. And it came to be, when she came in, that she urged him to ask her father for a field. And when she got off from her donkey, Caleb said to her, What is the matter? And she said to him, Give me a blessing. Since you have given me land in the south, give me also springs of water. So Caleb gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. And the children of Kenite, father-in-law of Moshe, went up from the, from the city of, of Palms with the children of Yahudah into the wilderness of Yahudah, which is in the Negev of Arad. And they went and dwelt among the people. And Yahudah went with Shimon, his brother, and they struck the Canaanites who inhabited Sephath and put it under the, ba- the ban. So the name of the city was called Hormah. And Yahudah captured Aza and its border, and Ashkelon and its border, and Ikran and its border. And Yahuwah was with Yahudah, so they took possession of the mountains, 
but they were unable to drive out the inhabitants of the plain. Because they had they were unable to drive out the inhabitants of the plain, because they had chariots of iron. And they have gave Hebron to Caleb, as Moshe had said, and he drove out from there the three sons of Anak. However, the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Yebusites, who inhabited Yerushalayim. So the Yebusites have dwelt with their children of Benjamin in Yerushalayim to this day. And the house of Yosef also went up against Bethel, or Bethel, and Yahuwah was with them. And the house of Yosef sent men to spy out Bethel. Now the name of the city was formerly Luz. And the watchmen saw a man coming out of the city, and they said to him, Please show us the entrance to the city, and we shall show you loving commitment. So he showed them the entrance to the city, and they struck the city with the edge of the sword. But the man and all his clan they let go. And the man went to the land of the Hittites and built a city, and called its name Luz, which is its name to this day. And Manasseh uh, did not dispossess Beit-Shean and its villages, nor Ta'anak and its villages, nor the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, nor the inhabitants of Yiblam and its villages, nor the inhabitants of Megiddo and its villages, for the Canaanites desired to dwell in that land. And it came to be, when Yasharal was strong, and they put the Canaanites into compulsory labor, but <clears throat> but did not completely drive them out. Neither did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites who dwelt in Gezer. So the Canaanites dwelt in their midst in Gezer. Neither did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants of Kithron or the inhabitants of Nahalol. So the Canaanites dwelt in their midst and became compulsorily, compulsory, compulsory, <laughs> pardon me, compulsory labor. Neither did Asher drive out the inhabitants of Akko, nor the inhabitants of Sidon, nor of Ahlab, nor of Aksib, nor of Helba, nor of Afik, nor of Rehob. So the Asherites dwelt in the midst of the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, because they did not drive them out. Neither did Naphtali drive out the inhabitants of Bet Shemash, nor the inhabitants of Bet Anak, but they dwelt among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land. And the inhabitants of Bet Shemash and of Bet Anat became compulsory, compulsory labor for them. And the Amorites pressed the children of Dan into the mountains, for they would not allow them to come down to the valley. And the Amorites desired to dwell in Mount Jerez, in Ayalon, and in Sha'alabim. But when the hand of the house of Yosef became stronger, they became compulsory labor. And the border of the Amorites was from the ascent of Akrabim, from Selah and upward. Chapter 2 And the messenger of Yahuwah came up from Gilgal to Bokim and said, I led you up from Mitzrayim and brought you to the land of which I swore to your fathers. And I said, 
I do not break my covenant with you. And as for you, do not make a covenant with the inhabitants of this land. Break down their slaughter places. But you have not obeyed my voice. What is this you have done? Therefore, I also said, I am not driving them out before you, and they shall be adversaries to you, and their mighty ones shall be a snare to you. And it came to be when the messenger of Yahuwah spoke, um, spoke these words to all the children of Yasharal that the people lifted up their voice and wept. So they called the name of that place Bokim and slaughtered there to Yahuwah. Then Yahushua dismissed the people and the children of Yasharal went each to his own inheritance to possess the land. And the people served Yahuwah all the days of Yahushua and all the days of the elders who outlived Yahushua, who had seen all the great works of Yahuwah, which he had done for Yasharal. And Yahushua, son of Nun, the servant of Yahuwah, died 110 years old. And they buried him within the border of his inheritance at Timnath Perez, in the mountains of Ephraim, on the north side of Mount Gaash. And all that generation was were likewise gathered to their fathers, and another generation arose after them, who did not know Yahuwah, nor the work which he had done for Yasharal. Then the children of Yasharal did evil in the eyes of Yahuwah, and served the Baals, and forsook Yahuwah, Elohim of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Mitzrayim, and went after other mighty ones, of the mighty ones of the people who were all around them. And they bowed down to them and provoked Yahuwah, so they forsook Yahuwah and served Baal and the Ashtaroths, and the displeasure of Yahuwah burned against Yasharal. Therefore he gave them into the hands of plunderers who despoiled them, and he sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, and they were unable to stand before their enemies any longer. Wherever they went out, the hand of Yahuwah was against them for evil, as Yahuwah had spoken and as Yahuwah had sworn to them, and they were distressed greatly. Then Yahuwah raised up rulers who saved them from the hand of those who plundered them. However, they did not listen to their rulers either, but went whoring after other mighty ones and bowed down to them. They soon turned aside from the way in which their fathers walked, and obeying the commands of Yahuwah, they did not do so. And when Yahuwah raised up rulers for them, Yahuwah was with the ruler and saved them from their hand of from the hand of their enemies all the days of the ruler for Yahuwah had compassion on their groaning because of those who oppressed them and crushed them and it came to be when the ruler was dead that they would turn back and do more corruptly than their fathers to go after other mighty ones to serve them and bow down to them they did not refrain from their practices and from their stubborn way and the displeasure of Yahuwah burned against Yasharal, and he said, Because this nation has transgressed, transgressed my covenant that I commanded their fathers, and has not obeyed my voice, I also shall no longer drive out before them any of the nations 
which Yahushua left when he died, in order to try Yasharal by them, whether they would guard the way of Yahuwah to walk in them as their fathers guarded them or not. So Yahuwah left the, those nations without driving them out at once and did not give them into the hand of Yahushua. Chapter 3 and these are the nations which Yahuwah left to try Yasharal by them, all those who had not known all the battles in Canaan, only that the generations of the children of Yasharal might know, to each or to teach them battle, only those who before did not know them. Five princes of the Philistines and all the Kenites and the Sidonians and the Hivites who dwelt in Mount Lebanon from Mount Baal, Hermon, to the entrance of Hamat, and they were to try Yesharal by them, to know whether they would obey the commands of Yahuwah, which he had commanded their fathers by the hand of Moshe. Thus the children of Yesharal dwelt in the midst of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Yebusites and took their daughters to be their wives, and gave their daughters to their sons, and they served their mighty ones. Thus the children of Yasharal did evil in the eyes of Yahuwah, and forgot Yahuwah their Elohim, and served the Baals and the Asherahs. And the displeasure of Yahuwah burned against Yasharal, and he sold them into the hand of Kushan Rish Atayim, sovereign of Aram Naharaim. And the children of Yasharal served Kushan Rishahatanim eight years. And when the children of Yasharal cried out to Yahuwah, Yahuwah raised up a savior for the children of Yasharal, who saved them. Otniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. And the spirit of Yahuwah came upon him, and he ruled Yasharal and went out to battle. And Yahuwah gave into his hand. Kush Rishatayim, sovereign of Aram Naharaim, and his hand prevailed over Kush, uh, Kushan Rishatim, and the land had rest for forty years. Then Otniel, son of Kenaz, died, and the children of Yasharal again did evil in the eyes of Yahuwah. And Yahuwah made Eglon, Eglun, sovereign of Moab. <clears throat> strong against Yasharal, because they had done evil in the eyes of Yahuwah. And he gathered to himself the children of Ammon and Amalek, and went and struck Yasharal, and they took possession of the city of Palms. And the children of Yasharal served Aglun, sovereign of Moab, eighteen years. And then, and when the children of Yasharal cried out to Yahuwah, Yahuwah raised up a savior for them. Ehud, son of Gerar, a Benjamite, a man impeded in his right uh, in his right hand, and by him the children of Yesharal sent a present to Eglon, sovereign of Moab, and Ehud made himself a sword. It was double-edged and a cubit in length, and he girded it under his long robe on his right thigh. And he brought the present to Eglon, sovereign of Moab, now Iglun was a very fat man, and it came to be that when he had finished bringing 
near the present, he sent away the people bearing the present. But he himself turned back from the stone images that were at Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O sovereign. And he said, Be silent. And all those standing beside him went out from him. And Ehud came to him while he was sitting in his cool roof room. And Ehud said, I have a message from Elohim for you. So he rose, arose from his seat, and Ehud reached with his left hand and took the sword from his right thigh and thrust it into his stomach. And the handle went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not draw the sword out of his stomach, and it came out behind. Then Ehud went out to the porch and shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked it. And when he had gone out, his servants came to look and saw the doors of the roof room were locked. So they said, he is only covering his feet in the cool roof room. And they waited until they were ashamed, but saw he was not opening the doors of the upper room. So they took the key and opened them and saw their master fall into the ground dead. But while they were delaying, Ehud escaped, or Ahud, pardon me, and had passed beyond the stone images and escaped to Syria. And it came to be when he arrived that he blew the shofar in the mountains of Ephraim, and the children of Yasharal went down with him from the mountains, with him leading them. And he said to them, follow me, for Yahuwah has given your enemies the Moabites into your hand. And they went down after him and took the fords of, Yar of Yarden, leading to Moab, and did not allow anyone to pass over. And they struck about 10,000 men of Moab at that time, all robust and brave men, and not a man escaped. And on that day, Moab was humbled under the hand of Yasharal, and the land had rest for 80 years. And after him was Shamgar, son of Anat, and he struck 600 men of the Philistines with an ox goad, and he too saved Yasharal. Chapter 4 And when Ehud was dead, the children of Yasharal again did evil in the eyes of Yahuwah. Therefore, Yahuwah sold them into the hand of Yabin, the sovereign of Canaan, who, de, uh, who reigned in Hatzor, and the commander of his army was Sisera, who was dwelling in Harosheth Hagoyim. And the children of Yasharal cried out to Yahuwah, because he had 900 chariots of iron, and four, and for 20 years he harshly oppressed the children of Yasharal. And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was ruling Yasharal at the time, and she was dwelling under the palm tree of Deborah. Excuse me. And she was dwelling under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and, Be and Bethel, in the mountains of Ephraim. And the children of Yasharal came up to her for right ruling, and she sent and called for Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kedesh in Naphtali, and said to him, Has not Yahuwah Aluah of Yasharal commanded, Go, and you shall draw towards Mount Tabor? 
and shall take with you ten thousand men of the sons of Naphtali and of the sons of Zebulun. And I shall draw unto you Sisera, the commander of Yavin's army, with his chariots and his company at the Wadi Kishon, and shall give him into your hand. And Barak said to her, If you go with me, then I shall go. But if you do not go with me, I do not go. And she said, I, certainly, I shall certainly go with you. Only there shall be no esteem for you in the journey you are taking, for Yahuwah is going to sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. So Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh, and he went up, ten thousand men under his command. And Deborah went up with him. And Heber, the Canaanite of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moshe, had separated himself from the Canaanites and pitched his tent near the Terbeth tree in Sananaim, which is beside Kadesh. And they reported to Sisera that Barak, son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. So Sisera called all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him, from the Harosheth Hagoyim to the Wadi Kishon. And Deborah said to Barak, Rise up, for this is the day in which Yahuwah has given Sisera into your hand. Has not Yahuwah gone out before you? And Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men after him. And Yahuwah destroyed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera leaped from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Haroshet uh, Hagoyim. Excuse me. And all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword, not one was left. Sisera, meanwhile, had fled on foot to the tent of Yael, the wife of Heber, the Canaanite. For there was peace between Yabin, sovereign of Hatsor, and the house of Heber, the Canaanite. And Yael went, went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me, do not fear. So he turned aside with her into the tent, and she covered him with a blanket. And he said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a bottle of milk and gave him a drink and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the door of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and asks you and says, Is there a man here? You shall say, No. But Yael, Ib um, Haber's wife took a tent peg and took a hammer in her hand and went softly to him and drove the peg into the side of his head and it went down into the ground for he was fast asleep and exhausted and he died and see as Barak pursued Sisera Yael came out to him to meet him and said to him come let me show you the man whom you are seeking and when he went into the, her tent there lay Sisera, dead, with the peg in the side of his head. And on that day, Alua humbled Yabin, sovereign of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Yasharal. And the hand of the children of Yasharal grew stronger and stronger against Yabin, sovereign of Canaan, until they had cut off Yabin, sovereign of Canaan. Chapter 5
And on that day, Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang, saying, For leaders leading in Yasharal, for the people volunteering, bless Yahuwah. Hear, O sovereigns, give ear, O princes. I, I do sing to Yahuwah. I sing praise to Yahuwah, Alua of Yasharal. Yahuwah, when you went out from Seir, Seir, when you stepped from the field of Edom, the earth shook and the heavens poured, the clouds also poured water. The mountains flowed at the presence of Yahuwah. This Sinai at the presence of Yahuwah, Alua of Yasharal. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anat, in the days of Yael, the highways were deserted and the travelers went in crooked ways. Leadership ceased. It ceased in Yasharal until I, Deborah, arose. A mother in Yasharal arose. They chose new mighty ones. Then fighting was in the gates. Neither a shield nor spear was seen among 40,000 in Yasharal. My heart is towards the inscribers of Yasharal, the volunteers among the people. Bless Yahuwah. You who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who walk along the way, declare it by the voice of shouters between the places of drawing water. <clears throat> Excuse me. There they recount the righteous acts of Yahuwah, the righteous acts of his leadership in Yasharal. Then the people of Yahuwah shall go down to the gates. Wake up, wake up, Deborah. Wake up, wake up. Sing a song. Arise, Barak, and lead your captives away, O son of Abinoam. Then he set the remnant to rule the nobles. Yahuwah came down for me against the mighty ones. Out of Ephraim, their, their root is against Amalek. After you, Benjamin, with your peoples out of the out of Machir, inscribers came down, and out of Zebulun, those who handle the scribes read. And the heads of Yisachar were with Deborah. And as Yisachar, so was Barak, sent into the valley under his command, among the divisions of Reuben. There were great searchings of heart. Why did you remain among the sheepfolds to hear the bleedings of the flocks? The divisions of, your, of Reuben have great searchings of heart. Galad remained beyond the Yarden, and why did Dan sojourn by the ships? Asher continued at the seashore and remained by its landing places. Zebulun is a people who risked their lives in the point, to the point of death, Naphtali also on the heights of the field. Sovereigns came and they fought. Then the sovereigns of Canaan fought in Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They took no spoils of silver. From the heavens they fought. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. The wadi of Kishon swept them away. That age-old wadi, the wadi of Kishon. Oh, my being, you have trampled in strength. Then stamped hooves of horses with, gallop with the galloping, galloping of his steeds. Curse Meroz and said a messenger of Yahuwah. Curse, curse its inhabitants, because they did not come to the help of Yahuwah, to the help of Yahuwah among the mighty. Blessed above women is Yael, the wife of Eber, the Canaanite, above whom intense she is blessed. 
He asked for water, she gave milk. She brought out curdled milk in a bowl for nobles. She stretched her hand to the tent peg and her right hand to the workman's hammer. Then she pounded Sisera. She smashed his head. She pierced and struck through the side of his head. Between her feet, he bowed. He fell, he lay still. Between her feet, he bowed. He fell where he bowed. There he fell, destroyed. Through the window, the mother of Sisera looked and cried out through the lattice, why does his chariot delay to come? Why have the steps of his chariots tarried? The wise ones of her princesses answered her. Indeed, she answered herself. Do they not find and divide the spoil? A girl or two for each man? A spoil of dyed work for Sisera. A spoil of dyed work embroidered. Dyed work richly embroidered for the necks of the looter. So do all your enemies perish, O Yahuwah? But let those who love him be like the sun, rising in its might, and the land had rest 40 years. May Yahuwah bless the reading of his word. May whosoever ear hears this and finds this, may they find truth, may they find understanding, may it cause them to go and physically open up the word of Yah before themselves and cry out to the Most High repentance. Let them cry out for understanding and revelation of his word. Let them cry out for um, sustained ability to, to read further, to go deeper, to not stop at the words that they hear on this podcast, but to continue to go or for them to return uh, to continue to hear the word, Abba, let it ring loud and clear and true as they are hearing it out loud, Abba. Give them intellect to understand. Give them um, a dwell, uh, indwelling of your Ruach HaKadosh that it would explain all the things that they have questions about. Let it cause them to turn to you, Abba. I thank you. Praise you, Yahuwah.